0: Joining us on Talk of the Town from Scotia Wealth uh, Management, the Pile Group. We say hello to Andrew Pile. Andrew, the big G seven meeting happened, and uh, not a whole lot came out of it. Oh, good morning, John, and welcome back, Mel. Thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, the G seven meetings used to be a big, big deal way, way back, John. We would go into the weekend. We would, you know, you know, now not not our average listeners. Hopefully they had life uh, <laughs> <me> back then. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would look at all the headlines coming out and what was going to happen with policy, what, you know, what new things were happening. Right. And quite honestly, now the G7 meetings are, are a bit of a snore. Not a lot comes out of them. The communique gets written probably three days before they even arrive there. And to be quite honest, this weekend was really, and this was the first one in two years. We didn't right. have one last year. And I think the biggest thing about the G7 is uh, that we can't say
0: founding fathers now.
1: We can't say founding fathers anymore. <laughs> yes. That that's off the table. But the fact that it just seemed so calm and respectful after four years of where we had you know, you'll remember the famous Trudeau incident where, yep. you know, some leader, we won't mention his name, suggested that some other leader said something nasty about him. I mean it was really not a coordinated event, but, you know, we did see leaders get together. They did talk about important things, vaccines for poor countries, very, very mm-hmm. important. So from that point of view, I think it was, it was a good meeting, but
0: policy-wise,
1: not a lot came out of it.
0: I guess the big concentration now is the U.S. Federal Reserve meeting and the central bank. What are they going to be doing? Yeah, and that is on Wednesday. So
1: Wednesday we get the uh, the announcement by the Federal Reserve in terms of what they are thinking about the economy, what they're going to do with policy. Now, nobody expects them to do anything with interest rates this week. Um, and in fact, most economists don't expect the Federal Reserve to start raising interest rates probably until 2023. So we're you know over a year away from when rates start to go up. And you know earlier this year, there was a lot of concern, John, about where inflation was going, prices of things were going up dramatically. Would this cause the Federal Reserve to maybe start tightening up things sooner. Mm. And since then, the markets have come accustomed to this word transitory. The Federal Reserve believes that all these price increases, whether it's the price of plywood, the price of gasoline, these are all going to be transitory, not going to be around permanently. So we don't really have to get too concerned at this point.
0: Let the market take care of itself.
1: Exactly. And you know that the market's listening to the Fed. If you take a look at bond yields, now again, earlier this year, bond yields were going up pretty rapidly. And in fact, a lot of people felt that because bond yields and mortgage rates have a fairly tight correlation, that mortgage rates would start going up and everyone got worried about the housing market. Well, on Friday, the U.S. 10-year bond yield got to the lowest level basically since, you know, the middle of the first quarter. So we've seen this tremendous rally in the bond market because they think inflation is going to be transitory. So you have this really interesting mix right now of stock markets hitting record highs, bond markets also being happy because they think, you know, the same thing, the Fed is not going to raise rates. So there is going to be a lot of focus on Wednesday. What is the Fed going to say? Is there going to be any nuances to the meeting?
0: Now, of course, every time the U.S. Federal Reserve makes a move, it affects Canada. But how much will it affect at this point of of where our economy is?
1: Right now, I'd probably say not much, John. Mm. In fact, you know, we, we had a Bank of Canada meeting not too long ago, and the Bank of Canada actually, in the last number of weeks, has sounded a little bit more hawkish than the Federal Reserve. In other words, hmm. they're sounding like they may want to pull the punch bowl out of this party before the U.S. Central Bank. Now, they backed off a little bit in the last meeting, but I think right now what you have are two central banks in North America that are pretty much in lockstep in terms of, Pulling the punch bowl away, looking at when rates go up, economists still think that the Bank of Canada is actually going to raise rates sooner than the Fed. And part, that's partly to explain why we've seen the Canadian dollar do so well coming into the summer um, for those people that wanted to buy some American dollars. Right. I mean, they had a really good opportunity uh, in the last few weeks.
0: Andrew, this is fantastic information. People can check in with you and get some more updates. You do some great webinars and a newsletter. If people want to follow you, where do they go, Andrew? Well, they can go to our website,
1: john, at pilegroup.ca. And on that, they'll find all of our content info. If they have any questions, they can always reach out to us. We do put our Friday newsletter on that same website. uh, And on Friday, we just talked about uh, the bond market. So if they want to have more information
0: on what is going on in the bond market, they can reach out to us there. Andrew Pyle, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. My pleasure, John and Mel. You guys have a fantastic week.